0: Thunderstorms that make me sleep and make me forget that we needed to do research. Mm. And then I wake up an hour ago and you're like, hey, it's Tuesday. And I was like, whoa, it sure is. And I just woke up and I'm tired and I got bags under my eyes. But here we are. Goodbye.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: So welcome. Welcome to episode Friggity Diggity 30, everybody.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good.
0: That is pretty good. Thanks for sticking with us throughout 30 30 weeks of your life.
1: I mean, we're for sure going to celebrate like every five and ten that we get to
0: absolutely um because surviving another five or ten weeks is honestly a milestone at this point yeah yeah so welcome thanks for thanks for joining us this is anything spooky goes with with us it is us hello speaking of for what okay you know the movie us that we just watched by jordan peele what would your characteristic be because it's kind of like the opposite of who you are
1: oh oh yeah
0: like who what would your shadow act as how would your shadow act
1: um never eating food yes yeah yeah probably also never going to the bathroom which would be really difficult but the two of those (laughs) together would probably not be that difficult so. so
0: doesn't eat but is also constipated constantly
1: I Is wouldn't that... call it constipated. I would just would call it, uh, not viable.
0: Oh, okay. So a normal bowel movement.
1: No schedule. None.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Just no butthole. Well, I
1: suppose normal would be the opposite of what I deal with. Yes. So,
0: everybody, it's it's a joy living with Justin. It's not his fault sometimes.
1: So episode thirty.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh, yeah, we have a good one today.
0: We sure do. We're so. just gonna. Do you want to just?
1: I think we should just jump into it. This okay. is a this is a fun one.
0: Okay, I'm excited to hear it. All right. great.
1: So today, before my story. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Now I feel guilty.
1: Well, no, I wanted to ask you what yours would be.
0: Would you have asked me if I didn't tell you that you didn't ask me?
1: Probably., <laughs> okay.
0: My shadow? My shadow what? would be yes. a very just sweet, ooh, level-headed, mentally stable individual who doesn't have tear ducts. Naomi, basically.
1: Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay.
0: My my opposite. That's fair. No. <laughs> Naomi, I love you. Um, Great. no, I I think my shadow honestly would be someone who like acts impulsively like doesn't have to overthink everything okay and doesn't like to talk to people
1: yeah 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 i could see that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's that's my opposite
1: both of our both of our shadows sound really not great no because we are who we are for a reason
0: oh flaws and all
1: we're gonna talk about flaws are we uh no, not really. Oh. So my story today. <laughs> Fine. Uh I got my information from Wikipedia right? along with the sources uh, therein. Um Snopes.com. Oh. Which is fact checking. Oh. And the book called Dangerous Games to Play in the Dark.
0: Hey, you had that out here. By
1: Lucia Peters.
0: Oh, I didn't know if that was already out here or if you brought it out for a reason. Justin, look at you. This
1: is a reason. Whoa. So, um, I'm going to be reading some some excerpts from the book once in a while. Um, I will let you know. Right now is one of those excerpts.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: So, in the 19th century, there was an interesting parlor game for kids or adults to play. Um... So what have we got here? So it, it's it's kind of a folk tradition. Okay. Kind of a weird little practice, like a weird little game to play.
0: Is that one where you put your fingers out and you have someone trying to stab a knife?
1: Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, great.
0: Huh. family friend. Family friendly game. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
1: So for this game, it was said that if you walked backwards up a staircase in a darkened house at night. No. Passing a mirror as you went, you would see reflected in the mirror one of two things the face of the person you were destined to marry or a skull. If uh, the skull appeared, it meant that you were destined to die before you got the chance to marry anyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing oh my gosh um, does this game sound fun or interesting? No, to you at all
0: this sounds like hard work because <laughs>
1: A, backward stairs, stairs stairs in general, and at
0: nighttime and looking in mirrors. Those are many of my least favorite things. Yeah. No, thank you. That's fair. If I saw anybody's face in a mirror besides my own, I would not be having it. I don't care if it was your face. Let's say I'm growing up. I'm Mm -hmm. nine years old and I see your face. I'm like, who the hell is that? Right. No. I don't like it. No. Would you try it?
1: Uh, No. It sounds dumb and dangerous oh like i don't want to trip going up the stairs you know what i'm saying
0: exactly okay
1: yeah. no not for me no um well today i'm doing something related to this oh. going a little bit later for the true topic where the first documented case of this was in the 1970s oh. so this came about because of an essay That was written by folklorist Janet Langlois, titled Mary Wales, I Believe in You, published in Indiana Folklore, a reader, in 1976. And it features several versions of the legend which Langlois had gathered throughout the early 70s. You know what I'm talking about today? Bloody Mary? Ayo.
0: Nice.
1: So, explanation of what we got going on here mm. for the ritual of Bloody Mary. Oh. In the ritual of today, mm-hmm. Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in an act of catop- catoptromancy. Yep. This is like just using a mirror oh. as a ritual.
0: Oh, device. cool.
1: Yeah. Okay cat Yes. Great. So this is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room. Much like the one we're in now. Uh,
0: no mirrors, thankfully.
1: I can see a mirror right behind oh, you. Oh,
0: yuck. Stop.
1: <laughs> the name must be repeated three times or some other stories have a different specified number of times. The Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost that can be friendly or evil and is sometimes seen covered in blood. The lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, or scratching their eyes out. Oh, Some variations of the ritual call Bloody Mary by a different name, um, such as Hell Mary and Mary Worth. Those are popular examples. Mm. So now I hear all you asking, who is Bloody Mary?
0: Hey, Justin, who who is Bloody Mary? Well, I have an
1: answer for you. Wow. I'm going to be reading from the book again just okay. so we all uh, clear on that. You're great. Well, okay, so that who Bloody Mary is kind of changes on depending on who you're talking to um to some she's known as mary worth who may have been either a puritan woman who was tried and executed for witchcraft or a woman who was killed in a car crash more much more recently
0: oh okay
1: to others she's mary wales who might be the aforementioned car crash victim or a vanishing hitchhiker type spirit Hmm. some say she's the vengeful spirit of a mother who lost her child still others say she's mary tudor the queen of england who reigned from 1553 to 1558 and became known as bloody mary for the execution she carried out against protestants in an effort to restore catholicism to england
0: oh fun
1: um that explanation of it is pretty highly disputed by a lot of people okay Um, they think that the name, obviously, is very the same, yeah. but uh, most people don't believe that there's any connection between the legend and the ritual sure. and then the actual woman herself.
0: Okay. Okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, I have uh, some different explanations here of, like, certain things that people have encountered or seen when they're doing this ritual. Oh. You ready for that?
0: I just don't understand. Can May I... That list that you read me before of Mm -hmm. some possibilities that this spirit could do, right, including drinking your blood, stealing Mm -hmm. your soul, scratching your eyes out. Uh I'm just, I'm sorry if there was even a slight possibility of any person living or not living Mm -hmm. doing that to me, I would not invite them into my
1: home. Uh, yeah,
0: that's just my personal opinion. You do you, but not when I'm there. That's fair. Yep.
1: Uh I can respect that. Thank you. And I actually have a little bit of information as to why people might want to do that in the first place. So Oh, all right. Tell me. I'll tell talk me. about that a little bit later. Okay. So this is just some some descriptions of different things that people have done to modify the ritual in mm. some way or things that they've experienced. Okay. So uh the first one. Uh, was found I got this from Snopes. This was uh, like a, a submission mm. that they found. um a friend of mine said that her roommate tried this and ran out screaming from the bathroom. She was shaking and appeared genuinely terrified and refused to talk about the incident. but those who were around her when she came out noticed that her clenched fingers were covered in blood. Oh, I mean, could be a lot of things
0: could be many things
1: could be alligator in the toilet yes we don't know if this is new york or not
0: this is very true wouldn't it be the first time something funky goes in the toilet yeah yeah
1: yeah um another person said that they were told that if you said hell mary seven times in front of a mirror in a dark room you would see satan's image in the mirror
0: oh gosh Um,
1: the story was embellished further by the teller who claimed that after three hell marys the mirror turned red and that after five an unclear face appeared and then once you get to seven you'll see satan oh yeah
0: interesting okay so
1: these are just like some variations that people have done yeah. over the over the years and submitted to forums
0: interesting i've never heard of the seven before
1: yeah well, it's usually like a three yeah or something like that and um like Hail mary is way different too yeah. but maybe it's because it's so close to hail mary mm. that it's i don't know maybe that has something to do with it
0: yeah
1: um so i wanted to talk a little bit about the concept of mirrors being like a portal mm. uh, because that was really interesting part of the research while i was doing this yeah. um, because obviously a mirror has to be used for this so the concept of mirrors as portals between this world and the realm of spirits shows up in tons of other beliefs namely those surrounding funerals so it was common practice to cover mirrors in a house where a death had occurred until the body was taken for burial a long time ago back in the days before funeral homes corpses were washed by the deceased relatives dressed in their funeral finery and laid out in coffins in the front parlor Consequently, the dead would be in the house for days. Sure. So it was believed if the the deer departed, caught a glimpse of themselves in a mirror, the ghost would remain in the house because the mirror would trap their spirit.
0: Oh my God, I have so many goosies. Really? Whoa.
1: So that's why a lot of times um, in funeral homes, you probably won't see mirrors. And then in people's homes, like you won't, people don't really have funerals in homes anymore because wakes usually don't involve the actual deceased yeah so
0: oh my gosh yeah that's really cool
1: yeah so that was really interesting and that might be part of the mysticism around mirrors Um, also just it's if you think about it it's just a weird thing like just looking at yourself you're like this is so weird yes being able to see what you look like.
0: Absolutely. And that's the only way that you can see what you look like through reflection. Right. Oh, yeah. that's so crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, so I have a uh, a little um, experience mm. to read to you. Okay. Um, this was submitted online in 1994. Oh. Yep. All right. So the quote. When I was about nine years old, I went to a friend's for a birthday slash summer party. There were about 10 other girls there. About midnight, we decided to play Mary Worth. Some of us had never heard of this, so one of the girls told the story. Mary Worth lived a long time ago. She was a very beautiful young girl. One day, she had a terrible accident that left her face so disfigured that nobody would look at her. She had not been allowed to see her own reflection after this accident for fear that she would lose her mind. Before this, she had spent long hours admiring her beauty in her bedroom mirror. One night, after everyone had gone to bed, unable to fight the curiosity any longer, she crept into into a room that had a mirror. As soon as she saw her face, she broke down into terrible screams and sobs. It was at this moment that she was so heartbroken and wanted her old reflection back she walked into the mirror to find it, vowing to disfigure anybody that came looking for her in the mirror. After hearing this story, which was told very scarily, we decided to turn out all the lights and try it. We huddled around the mirror and started repeating, Mary Worth, Mary Worth, I believe in Mary Worth. About the seventh time we said it, one of the girls that was in front of the mirror started screaming and trying to push her way back from the mirror. She was screaming so loud that my friend's mom came running into the room. She quickly turned on the lights and found this girl huddled in the corner screaming. She turned her around to see what the problem was and saw these long fingernail scratches running down her right cheek. I will never forget her face as long as I live.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Don't go to slumber parties, don't have friends.
1: Right. Okay. So after this story, I was like, why would anyone even just like, yes. In all, obviously, whatever you believe, totally fine. Right. But if you don't believe this at all, why? Do it then
0: exactly and for in my opinion it's kind of the same thing as ouija boards like yeah if you don't believe in it fine but why even mess why with go the... through it exactly why even tempt it yeah yeah just no thank you
1: yeah so i was wondering why children continued to summon bloody mary flirting with danger possible tragedies yeah um the ages between 9 and 12 are labeled the Robinson Age by psychologists. This is the period when children need to satisfy their craving for excitement by participating in ritual games and playing in the dark. They are constantly looking for a safe way to extract pleasure and release anxiety and fears. So that's just the age where you're like, you just, it doesn't yeah. matter.
0: Yeah, I absolutely get that. Yeah. What were you doing?
1: That's your super angsty age. Yes. And you're just looking for fun
0: oh my god i did so many stupid things
1: i don't remember anything between nine and twelve <laughs> so
0: <laughs> have you just repressed it all
1: probably i don't have that okay. label for any of my memories sure. like that,
0: so i see um yeah i watched two girls one cup so let's just say that that is what i did um not my choice
1: that may just be the scariest thing that's ever happened to anybody.
0: Honestly. Also, so. BMX Pain Olympics. This is just when. Oh, yeah. yeah. You remember okay. that? Yeah. 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 Uh, again, not my choice. Mm-hmm. I will push all of that blame mm-hmm. away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, No. So. Great. But then again, never was I like, yeah, let's let's try and summon something. Right. I think that was my limit. I'm very proud of my younger self.
1: Yeah. I don't think I ever engaged in that. So.
0: Yeah. You're a good boy. Oh, thanks. Uh-huh.
1: Um, So all of this got me thinking, what could possibly be going on here yeah. if we're not talking about the legend? Sure. Um, so there's a phenomenon that comes from Staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room for a lo- prolonged period of time that can make you hallucinate. What? Uh, facial features may appear to melt, distort, disappear and rotate, while other hallucinatory elements such as animal or strange faces may appear.
0: Ew 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 ew.
1: Giovanni Caputo of the University of Urbino writes that this phenomenon, which he calls the strange face illusion, Is believed to be a consequence of a dissociative identity effect which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently unidentified way yeah so basically like you are seeing your face but because it's dimly lit and it the features are probably sort of i guess blended and like smoothed out because of the the Mm candlelight That your brain doesn't really understand why your face doesn't look the way it should normally when you're seeing it was because it's normally light sure and the low amount of light that your eyes are taking in is like hard for your brain to comprehend so your face looks weird and then you start and then it makes it worse yeah
0: oh my gosh that is fascinating
1: yeah other possible explanations for the phenomenon include illusions attributed at least partially to the perceptual effects of Troxler's fading. So this is a um, like a, an illusion that when it's when you focus on one point for so long that the outside features start to fade away.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: That's what that is. Okay. Um, it also could be a like a possibly self-hypnosis. Like if you just kind of stand there. Yeah, and focus on something for so long so intently mm-hmm. you just get into a kind of meditative hypnotic state
0: oh my goodness
1: yeah so that could be that as well
0: that's fascinating yeah wow the human brain is just so complex
1: yeah pretty crazy wow i i like the gmm episode the good mythical morning episode that where uh the hosts of that it's a youtube show that we like to watch they did an experiment to see if they could replicate this phenomenon yeah um and they had some pretty good pretty interesting experiences <laughs> so i would definitely watch that maybe we can link that in yeah
0: the that would be cool
1: yeah um yeah so uh w- with all that i wanted to talk about some related things where it's been brought up in uh I guess like society sure um more modern things okay so this one is really interesting there's a modern legend called hanako-san in japan it strongly parallels the bloody mary mythology i might save that one okay okay but hanako-san is sort of a very similar idea to bloody mary
0: okay i like the little teaser that's good
1: yeah uh, the villain in the 1992 film *Candyman* is summoned by chanting his name into a mirror. Oh, uh, did not know that. great movie, actually. Really? It's getting a remake with from Jordan Peele. So.
0: Oh come on! It's gonna
1: be good. Oh, it's gonna that's be coming awful. soon. Yeah. In the 1998 movie *Urban Legend*, two coeds try to summon an evil spirit by chanting Bloody Mary. So that's that's fine. Cool. Sure. Um. And then finally, in an episode of television's The X Files, the episode is called Syzygy, which is S Y Z Y G Y. Oh. Um, two teenage girls lure a rival for a boy's affections into the bathroom and a Bloody Mary ritual during a birthday party. Oh, they prevent her from leaving the bathroom, and the camera cuts to the rest of the partygoers downstairs who hear a crash of breaking glass and a scream. So everybody's getting in on it.
0: Great. That's quite fun.
1: Yeah. And uh, now to finish out mm-hmm. my episode here. I want to read to you how to play oh. this game ah. just in case anyone's interested. I don't recommend it. Oh, yeah, sure, because I don't you know, I don't recommend trying this. Mm-hmm. But if you're curious, this is how you do it. Yeah, please it's don't much like us. the boatman. Which yes
0: there we go okay
1: so how to play step one choose your playing space you may play this game in virtually any indoor setting the only requirement is that your playing space be capable of total blackout conditions with no light bleeding in from the outside an interior room without windows such as a bathroom is ideal Yuck. if the only options available to you have windows be sure to block them fully two Gather your supplies. You will need a candle, matches or a lighter, and a mirror. Three, wait until nightfall, then bring your supplies to the playing space and enter it alone. If you haven't already, prepare the room. Block the windows, set up the mirror if necessary, turn out the lights, light the candle, and place it in front of the mirror. Four, face the mirror. Make eye contact with yourself. Be brave, be fearless. Take a deep breath and when you are ready, begin repeating the name Bloody Mary. Say it aloud, beginning softly, but adding volume with each repetition. Repeat it once, twice, three times, all the way up to 13 repetitions.
0: 13?
1: 13 is the magic number. Speak the 13th repetition with finality, then stop. Five, look in the mirror, look harder. What do you see? Is it just yourself? Are you sure? Look again, but stand back. Do not place yourself within arm's reach of the mirror. She might scream at you, but you can handle screaming. If she's able to grab you, though, there's no coming back from that. Six, if you survive the experience, extinguish the candle, turn on the lights, and leave the room. Do not use the mirror again.
0: Again? (laughs) Excuse me?
1: So that's why they want you to use a mirror that's not like, already set up in your house
0: oh or you'd
1: bring in a mirror
0: yeah okay but hear me out What? Well, let's say you go to walmart and you buy one of those five dollar wall mirrors are you mm-hmm. is is no one ever allowed to use that mirror again
1: uh i don't know that's not specified
0: huh okay well let's let's write in yeah let's ask okay okay all okay. right i need specifications
1: fine <laughs> i have a little bit of additional information just in case you know you want to spice it up a little bit nice So a flashlight may be substituted for the candle. Mm -hmm. However, the success of summoning may be somewhat less predictable. Should the method described here fail to achieve the desired result, several variations may be employed in subsequent attempts. Mm. Begin the game precisely at midnight. Okay. Chant the name Bloody Mary three times instead of 13. Mm. Chant the name Bloody Mary seven times instead of 13. Run the water in the sink while chanting Bloody Mary's name. Instead of gazing into the mirror while chanting Bloody Mary's name, spin slowly in place. Oh, God. After the 12th repetition, stop spinning, face the mirror, and chant the 13th repetition while looking into the mirror. Uh-huh. Replace the chant of Bloody Mary with the chant, Bloody Mary, I stole your baby. <gasps> oh, my
0: God.
1: Replace the chant of Bloody Mary with the chant, I believe in Mary Worth. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't like the spinning, and mm-hmm. I don't like the stealing of the baby. hmm uh, but again, you do you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and finally, here, as a little send off, there are no guaranteed ways to dispel Bloody Mary once she has been summoned. Oh, good. Although various methods have been proposed. Some sources recommend drawing a cross on the mirror with soap for three nights following the completion of the ritual. Others recommend burning sage in the playing space or flicking vinegar in the four corners of the room. You may, of course, try these methods, but don't count on them working. Do not break the mirror. (gasps) Okay. You wouldn't want to let her out, would you?
0: All right. Hello. Welcome to Hannah's episode after that terrifying Bloody Mary one. Uh, Thanks for the nightmares. <laughs> cute. So fun. Uh, today's episode will be another attempt of Hannah not sounding like a stupid American. Mm. So wish me luck. Great. Um, I actually got this inspiration from my lovely sister Meg. So thank you, Meg. Um, Meg sent me this really cool travel channel document which is another source where i got this from great. that was like uh, the 50 or um the most haunted places in every state
1: oh cool so
0: i was looking through them and i was like okay factory another factory hotel mm-hmm. and I, it's fine yeah but i found this one and i'm really excited to talk about it great so i got this information again from my lovely sister from travel channel from this is gonna spoil it the honolulu magazine what And from hawaiiplantationvillage.org.
1: Whoa. So let's
0: go ahead and jump in. Great. So I'm going to be reading from Hawaii's Plantation Village uh, brochure that they actually have a lovely PDF available. Fine. This is the actual um, brochure that they hand out to guests when you visit. Cool. Um So I'm just going to be reading some information, general information, and then we're going to get into the spooks. Okay. Love it. So, okay. So, according to their brochure, um, it says, step back into the time when sugar was king and experience, quote, real Hawaii.
1: Wait, I'm already there.
0: I wish, dude. Like,
1: every day of my life. Yeah. Sugar is king?
0: Sugar is king.
1: That's my daily existence.
0: (laughs) Okay, Justin. Well, so, um, I forgot that you did not go to to New Orleans with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I. By the way. Thank you. Did you go to any plantations when you were in Hawaii? Any sugar plantations? Pineapple mm, plantations?
1: I don't think so.
0: No. Okay. Okay. What about Belize?
1: I did go. We went to um, a banana plantation.
0: Nice. It
1: was like a banana farm.
0: Okay. Okay. Very nice. So I know that those two places Hawaii versus Belize are Mm -hmm. definitely different ecosystem wise but it's kind of similar like when you think of plantation I think of a very kind of stereotypical hot weather Mm -hmm. uh you got a lot to do in a little time Mm -hmm. and um yeah so especially with sugar the sugar process is fascinating and it's so interesting to think that how much of People's day-to-day lives have been changed because of sugar cultivation. Yeah. So, okay. So, the first successful sugar plantation in Hawaii got its start on Kalau. No. Kalau. Kalau, Kauai. Okay. Yep, in 1835. By 1885, the plantation was providing workers housing, some food, some medical care, and a high wage of $9 a month for men and $6 a month for women.
1: I guess, uh, I mean, uh, okay. Yep,
0: yeah, that's fine. Yeah. From the start, sugar plantations did not pay their workers in cash, however. Great. Instead, workers were paid using coupons or scripts, which were redeemable for merchandise in the plantation store. So basically, the plantation was just a living, breathing community that uh, if you worked, you couldn't actually use your money anywhere else except for on the plantation. Great. That's fine. Workers uh, were not identified by their family name, but were given shaped metal discs called bangos with numbers stamped on them for identification, which just sounds really fun. Mm -hmm. Really, really stripping of identities. Mm -hmm. Expansion of Hawaiian sugar plantations occurred in part because of the increased demand for sugar in the United States. Thanks, U.S. Yeah. This was due to the lovely 1848 California gold rush, the Civil War in the 1860s, and the 1875 Reciprocity Treaty, which granted Hawaii the right to export sugar duty-free to the United States.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Cool.
0: All of these factors returned huge profits to the Hawaiian sugar planters who kept trying to capitalize on the situation. And, of course, during the late 1800s, Hawaii was not technically a U.S. territory at this time mm-hmm. um, and, had not had, and had not been annexed yet.
1: hmm
0: so, because of the shrinking native labor force, which was being ravaged by diseases brought to, you guessed it, foreigners, cool. the plantation owners recognized the need to look elsewhere for cheap labor force that was needed. The first immigrant group brought in to work on sh- sugar plantations were the Chinese, who had some experience in refining sugar, mm-hmm. primarily males, who were recruited, and many returned to China once their labor contract was completed. Okay. With the demand for sugar increasing, however, the demand for cheap litter increased as well. To be able to supply the plantations with the much-needed work, the plantation owners began looking to other countries. They sent recruiters to the Azores and Madeira Islands of Portugal, Japan, Puerto Rico, Okinawa, Korea, and the Philippines. Wow. Each ethnic group would work under a different wage scale and rate, and the latest arrival would be paid the less
1: cool how
0: fun and equitable i
1: love that that's so fun uh while we're
0: talking about equity let's talk about these wo- lovely working conditions oh
1: yeah i'm sure this is gonna be fun
0: yeah so the work day would start with the sound of the steam whistle at a nice sharp 5 a.m no if the worker did not leave his house by five thirty a.m after a quick breakfast a policeman was sent to the laborer's home and was chased out of bed
1: Cool. At
0: 6 a.m., work began. A half-hour break was allowed for lunch at 11.30, and work ended at 4.30 p.m. At 8 p.m., the steam whistle would sound again to signal lights out.
1: Oh, my.
0: How awful does that sound?
1: It kind of sounds like basic. Yes. A little bit. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, no, I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat it.
1: <laughs> oh. Do you get it cuz
0: it's it's just it's a sugar plantation. Oh. I, well, I'll, my only thing is is that this is definitely not a sedentary lifestyle. Let's just say that. With manual labor is.
1: Oh, sugar plantation. Okay. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. All right. Uh-huh. So, uh, nice. Uh, uh, yeah, plantation
0: good. housing. Justin was situated so that plantation manager lived at the top of the hill. Mama, I love you.
1: She is always calling.
0: Hi, Mama. When
1: we're recording.
0: Oh, we're recording the podcast right now. <laughs> is it possible to call? You? <laughs> is it important? I don't want to say. Is it important? What's going on?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Oh no, I did not see that, Governor. <laughs> oh, another stay at home order? Oh, okay. Well, I guess
1: at this point, we just another stay at home order for oh, Wisconsin. Okay. So, okay. what okay. we can yeah, all I do. i call you back in like five, 10 minutes. What we can do here okay, is just love. sit inside, be safe with each other, and listen to anything <laughs> spooky goes. Hey, New baby! episode out. Whenever you're listening. Good. So
0: for my mom and dad, that will be in 2021 because they are severely behind.
1: Right. Yep.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody.
1: Great.
0: Mama, if you're listening to this, I love you. Please don't stop talking to me. I, you know I love you so much. But my mom has many skills. Hmm. Her number one skill, however, is finding the most inopportune times oh. when I'm pooping. When Mm. I'm showering, when I'm just waking up, when I'm just about to put food in my mouth. Yep. When we're in the middle of Lord of the Rings.
1: When we're in the middle of a movie. She just. In the middle of podcasting.
0: Like, is that a parent thing? It must be. Is that just her sixth sense? Just like, oh, I think Hannah is. Again, Mama, please don't.
1: Extremely busy right now. Please don't. she's, hey. Yes. Perfect time to call.
0: Exactly. Uh, uh, Emphasis, Mama, please don't talk. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) please don't stop talking to me i love it we love it it's just funny yeah okay so um i'm gonna call my mom back in a little bit but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna sugar
1: plantation wrap up
0: i just want to talk about the housing really quickly yes plantation housing was situated so the plantation manager lived at the top of the hill in a large home overlooking the plantation
1: yeah again sounds right
0: just really i'm imagining you know in, in yellow submarine where they had that big light that just shined Mm, mm -hmm. on on everybody. That's what I'm imagining.
1: If you haven't been imagining the intense need to somehow display Mm -hmm. the limited amount of power that these people have, Mm -hmm. you need to start.
0: Exactly. Like I'm just thinking straight up Big Brother-ish. It is
1: so toxic masculinity that like it's toxic uh Uh managerinity
0: sure i love it absolutely great so the lunas uh or supervisors lived below the managers and on the lower flatlands where the um uh great the oh sorry okay Yes, yes 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 The formation of separate ethnic camps reflected labor recruitment and immigration patterns as new camps were constructed soon after the arrival of a new immigrant group. Generally plantation laborers lived in crowded and unsanitary camps, which uh, didn't help with the uh, infectious disease rates. And again, um, bringing diseases that should not ever be found in a different part of the world. But again, you have, People bringing things over from the U.S. to Mm -hmm. Hawaii. Then you have people from Asia coming over to Hawaii, picking up the things that the U.S. spread, Mm -hmm. bringing it back to their homes. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, pandemic. Pandemic. Welcome to 2020, everyone.
1: That's it. That's it right there.
0: Uh, Okay. So, um, but living with other individuals who spoke the same language and shared the same cultural heritage and practices, individuals in each camp developed community identity. Gradually, as workers became settled and started raising families, they improved their surroundings little by little. Great. Um, So what I think is just really cool is that history has a way of taking all of the struggles and sacrifices that people went through. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, now, especially the 21st century, people have taken that. And instead of making light of it, they want to educate. Yeah. So, so some people may think, well, like, okay, well, why would you go to a place where people were worked e- extremely hard? Mm-hmm. Why would people go to plantations? Why would people different? Why would people go to concentration camps or Nazi labor camps? or? Why would um, you
1: go to these places where people are getting sick all the time? Exactly.
0: Like POW places yeah. in, uh, off the... East Coast of Asia. You just think about this, but what I think is really interesting is is that people are trying to educate they're trying to educate that this is how for some people this is how their life was to bring the luxuries of something that we take advantage for now mm-hmm. I mean I can't even imagine what people were doing just trying to get sugar um, to the mainland. Um, so I think it's very interesting. But some with that being said, Hawaii's plantation village is definitely an educational source. However, mm-hmm. um of the twenty five remaining plantation houses, because mind you, these the plantation was built in the eighteen thirties, mm-hmm. reportedly half of them or more are haunted. Interesting. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to that. We're gonna get into the spooks, okay? Great. Okay sounds good okay sorry about that everybody just to let you all know i called my mother back okay so as i said um uh, you know i i am not one to judge what mm. what people want to do with yeah. with historical places do yeah. do you it's well uh,
1: preserve the per- memory preserve
0: it mm-hmm. And educate. Exactly. And educate. And you know what? If there's some spooky stuff going on you just say you know what? Just just exploit it. or well, not exploit it. Don't
1: just. no No. No. You can't use the word exploit here.
0: <sighs> you know what? Let me let me explain Embrace it. Embrace it. Thank you. Justin, this is why you are my my educated my educated This fellow. is why
1: I am the dictionary.
0: <laughs> you are like my spell check, you know? Yeah. Oh cute. You're like, Hannah, that's not really appropriate. Let's Let's double check that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so as I said, this place is supposedly haunted. Mm-hmm. So the Portuguese family house is said to be haunted by a ghostly young girl from the plantation's past. Um, and I'm going to be saying the different houses because remember, um, people were split yeah. by their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the Puerto Rican house, there are reports that the Japanese doll that um is in the house that was a favorite no. of um small children. Um, there miss- were small children here. Oh, yeah. F- people got pregnant. People had kiddos. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't think we brought that up.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> yup. Continue. Yep, It's fine. I'm sure no child's labor was.
1: Oh, was yeah. I'm this. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So supposedly this Japanese doll that is now on display Horrible. in a case mysteriously disappears from said case.
1: And then Uh, it just shows up again? mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. no, don't love that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine.
0: One worker claimed a ghost choked him from an Okinawa home and followed him home after said choking. Um, The Sci-Fi Channel's uh, show Ghost Hunters actually visited the village to investigate the reports of paranormal sightings after so many had been reported.
1: Okay. So after the choking, Mm -hmm. which based on the following that happened afterward. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming was of a sexual nature. What happened when they got back to the house?
0: You know, not clarified. But very I, curious. I will say that according to the manager mm-hmm. um let me see where in my notes where is this between 15 and 20 uh team members have quit. Over the over the years of just the historical preservation of this yeah. because of paranormal activity. That is their reason that they quit. So
1: cool. That's fun. Great.
0: Woo. All right. So uh, Hawaii's Plantation Village, which is that is the
1: the, the, whole the title thing. of it.
0: Yep. Um, the executive director, Jeffrey Higa, uh, admits that he didn't believe in ghosts or spirits when he first started working at the village in two thousand six. That changed after yeah. Higa was forced to deal with numerous supernatural ports from visitors, tour guides, workers, and even haunted house actors.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yep. People are not allowed to work in the houses alone, and as a safety precaution, they are assigned as pairs.
1: That makes sense.
0: Higa doesn't even visit the village alone either. He always brings his 55-pound 55, his 55 collie to work. Oh. This is a quote. It says, he's a collie. He never barks, Higa says. But all of a sudden, he'll stop and he'll bark at something that that's not there. Yeah. And I go, ugh, I don't want to turn that corner.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. Oh, uh,
0: It's just ridiculous.
1: You know, it's one thing to have people who walk in there mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's ghosts," But when you have haunted house actors being like, there's ghosts here. Uh-huh. That makes it a little more real to me. Uh huh. Absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. That something about that bothers me more <laughs> than just the people.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you get it a little bit more bothered.
1: Fine. So I
0: have a picture here of what the Portuguese house looks like.
1: Oh, it's cute. It is cute. It, it just looks, looks like... like where I stayed in Belize. Really? Yeah. It's like a little raised cabin.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's I like really it. cute. Okay, so this Portuguese house is one of the most haunted places on the uh, plantation grounds. Okay. Um, some accounts say that some um, a ghost of a young girl dressed in white. No, that's fine, Sage. You can just you can do that. Okay, good. Um, haunts the Portuguese house. You can't avoid the house because it's the first building after you pass the temple that greets you upon entering the village. So that's the first stop on the tours. Okay. No one apparently knows the girl's name, but according to individuals who work there, she is a playful excuse me, playful ghost who often appears to kids and mothers during the daytime.
1: Oh. That's this is a not co- so bad. No,
0: exactly, just just playful. Uh, Higa says she initially appeared to us when we had school children tour groups here. Oh. We wouldn't really know about it until one of the children would ask who the girl is. Mm-hmm. Um one docent and docent is um like a teacher mm-hmm. uh, a filipino woman claimed she felt something touching her hair and caressing her shoulders the woman immediately ran to higa after her hair flipped over her face no she vowed to never set foot inside of the portuguese house again
1: yeah. that's when
0: higa who had been working here for a couple years now decided to call a minister to investigate
1: okay fair
0: <laughs> higa says that he called reverend Cau- uh silva and uh who or excuse me reverend sila uh came to the house three times without um or without question like he was like yes mm. i will offer my services okay. and come on over the first time he went through he said he felt a heavy male spirit in the house okay. and then the third time he came he said he felt the same male spirit in the front bedroom but in a different location
1: mm-hmm.
0: then after asking higa and the female dawson to meet him to meet him in the portuguese home Silva used holy water to bless every window and door inside the house. He also used tea leaf and Hawaiian salt to purify the home.
1: Okay.
0: Higa uh, says Silva told him, the good news is that the spirit is a good spirit. Mm-hmm. She feels very close to this area. Um, so, so this is the, the young spirit, mm-hmm. not the male spirit. Um, she is protecting the house. We do not need to worry about her. She is not an evil spirit. He then turned to the female Dawson and said, but she is very interested in you. The guide replied, I don't want her to be interested in me. I don't know who she is.
1: Yeah, fair.
0: Um, Silva told the woman she is interested in you because she never had a mother. The Dawson began to cry. He recalls asking, what do you mean she never had a mother? Everyone has a mother. Yeah. As the story goes, the girl's mother abandoned her newborn after taking one look at her. Her husband was forced to raise the girl alone, and without daycare, the man tied his daughter to a table or chair when he went to work in the plantation fields every day.
1: Oh, my God.
0: One day, there was a fire in the camp. All the plantation workers rushed back to the village to help put out the fire. They were deathly afraid the fire would spread when one wooden house caught on fire. Bitter and ashamed, the man went inside the house and realized he could either rescue his daughter or, quote, get rid of his problems. He decided on the ladder, and she died in the house. What the
1: hell, man? I know.
0: Because the young girl lacked a maternal figure, Higa says that the spirit is supposedly attracted to women who are Mm -hmm. motherlike. My guide was crying and shaking and saying, I don't want her near me. I don't want her touching me. Um, And then Reverend got really mad. He said, this is a gift. You have to understand. She is reaching out to you. You have to understand her story. For about three to five years after that incident, the girl did not bother anyone in the village until last year. This is from 2018. Um, And recently, this year, this happened again. Higa says that she appeared before before some children two weeks ago. I guess she's starting to come back now, Higa says. I don't know what's about to happen.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Also rude.
0: Yeah. Like, what's wrong with
1: you? Why don't you want to hang out with a little girl?
0: Well, a little dead girl.
1: She's nice, though.
0: Yeah, I know. But I want a
1: ghost friend. That sounds awesome. Oh,
0: please don't. Please don't invite like that if into Like, if they're her. super
1: nice and helpful, I would love that. <laughs> I'm also not motherly, so maybe that's part of it.
0: Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah. Not yet, but yeah. uh, that's fine. Okay, so now here comes the part where I don't know how to explain what my thoughts are. Great. So I'm just going to say it. Okay. So, for a couple nights every year around the Halloween time, Mm -hmm. the Hawaii Plantation Village becomes a haunted house attraction called the Haunted Plantation. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, According to the Haunted Plantation creator, now LaPorga, I didn't want to build sets to make it look scary. Instead, LaPorga relies on the village's creepiness at night for a natural uh, effect.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Throw in some spooky music and some fog and at least 50 costumed actors hiding in dark corners of the house, and boom, you've got the number one scary attraction in all of Hawaii for sure. Laporga started the haunted plantation um, back in 20 or sorry 2006. He does the actors' makeup from sad-looking clowns to disfigured faces. At first, he was skeptical about the reported the reports of the plantation's hauntings. Initially, only a handful of actors, including Laporga's family members, helped with the haunted plantations. However, uh, about six years ago, uh, Laporga says his mother helped to scare unsuspecting visitors inside the Portuguese house. Mm-hmm. She felt something tugging at her keys inside her jean pocket. We were thinking it was the little girl who was just curious about the Hello Kitty toy in Mom's pocket, says LaPorga, oh. laughing.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: But not all stories were playful. Uh-huh. One haunted house actor, who was scaring in the Portuguese home for um, during the 2017 Halloween season, reported strain bruises on her legs. It looked like something or someone grabbed her legs. Another actor reported uh, the same thing. During the... Um, well, I have to do the math real quick. Two thousand six to fourteen years during the fourteen years of the haunted haunted plantation. Great. Um, Laporga says that too many, not too many, occasions have occurred. However, there's one house where people get choked quite often by something they can't see. Oh
1: yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, Laporga recalls one female actor claiming she felt pressure on her neck and could barely breathe in the Okinawa house. She never returned okay so before we conclude i want you to go ahead if you don't mind and open up the um the document and scroll down to the bottom i just want you to look at what here i'll show you what uh what some of the actors look like hmm. at this house okay um mind you this is Laporga doing the makeup mm-hmm. like they don't hire out they oh my god it's just and these are taken from the haunted plantation facebook page okay so here's here's the first one i'm going to show you
1: oh my Uh huh. that's makeup uh-huh wow yep
0: i think someone um, missed their calling in uh in horror movies
1: holy crap here's
0: the next one
1: wow uh-huh. that's amazing
0: uh-huh they do this every night for their actors oh my god and finally in my opinion the most terrifying thing i've probably seen in quite a while
1: (laughs) isn't that good that's crazy yeah dude that's so good
0: yeah so um unfortunately because of covid um the haunted plantation had to um skip the 2020 season Mm -hmm. um however according to their facebook page um they are coming back in 2021 great um to our fans and guests according to them on their facebook page uh they just say especially who have attended hp year after year this would have been their 15th year Mm. uh, they just said thank you so much for their continued support we're grateful for you and your screams will be missed (laughs) um so it's just really, really interesting. I have some videos from their XF, uh, sorry, FX company that does all of the haunted plantations.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the the housing. Excuse. Oh my gosh. The makeup. Excuse me. Okay. Um. So I lied. Uh, Black box FX Honolulu does their makeup. Oh, okay. I ex- excuse me, but it's just awesome. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. awesome. Um. So, if you were ever in the uh in the area if you live in hawaii or if you ever get a chance to go to Kauai, um check it out this sounds like a really cool if you want to go there for the spooks awesome they run it through halloween but if you want to go there for a educational um tour yeah do that too it sounds pretty cool great so yeah that is the haunted hawaii plantation village and um, That's my story.
1: Nice. That's so (laughs) weird. Oh, I just. I wonder if those bruises are from the male spirit.
0: I don't know. Because especially if like the little girl is supposed to be nice.
1: I mean, she's nice to so many people.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think she would do bruises, but I'm just. Yeah. Sage, I'm sorry. You have litter on your. You have litter clumped to you. It's probably just
1: pee. Great. Great. But that's good.
0: I'm just thinking of like, I haven't, well, I was in the Hawaii airport. I was in the Honolulu airport. But when I went to visit Meg in Guam, that's like the only tropical place I've ever really been. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine going to a haunted house in that type of environment. Yeah. You got funky ass birds making all types of noises, you got insects that I'm not used to in Wisconsin. Yeah, humidity. Hawaii doesn't
1: have a ton of insects.
0: Okay. Okay. That's nice.
1: Not like crazy, crazy. Sure.
0: There was just... There were spiders that were way too large That's Guam, true.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: And it made me quite uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you know what? If you were a thrill seeker, do it. Highly recommend. Great. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations for this week, Bubba, before we um, close up?
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So... Recently on Disney Plus, season two of The Mandalorian came out and started premiering every Friday.
0: Excuse me. Yes, it did.
1: Oh, man. So good. If you don't have a Disney Plus account, this is the sole reason (laughs) to get it. I mean, you have unlimited Disney movies as well. plus Marvel and Star Wars. But, like, this show is so good it's so interesting yes oh i i can't say enough about how fun it is to watch yeah i definitely would recommend that
0: it truly is i have just i've had a lot of fun watching it as well um this is my first star wars tv show that i've watched we watched the well justin's watched them all but i watched the clone wars movie correct yes okay. yeah yeah but it's been it's been a lot of fun as well Great yeah. characters, love the cast,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just wonderful. Yeah, yeah, so I've enjoyed that. Great. Um, I am going to recommend a singular song hmm. because I uh I always suck at recommendations, but there is a song that makes me so happy. I'm going to tell you about it real quick. The song is called Sixes to Nines, featuring Great. Rational, it's by Big Wild friends folks i can't remember if i recommended this last time i honestly might have i'm having deja vu i
1: don't remember
0: it's just great just please check it out it's a it's a smaller song and what i mean by that is like on youtube their video only has like six hundred thousand views which only uh, i mean i know only (laughs) but just listen to it it makes me so happy Mm -hmm. i love it sixes to nines it's good thank you like i wrote it yeah you did (laughs) all right well that's us yeah Yeah. thanks for less than the last 30 weeks everybody um please stay safe please stay responsible please just stay well
1: and stay spooky and stay spooky goodbye
0: goodbye